<laughs> well, all right. It's Rock and Roll Death Brigade podcast with me, Randy Rocket Cody of TheMetalDen.com. It is January 8th, 2023, Sunday. Hope everyone's doing good out there. Happy New Year to you and uh, hope everything's uh, going well at the start of the new year. Know a lot of people are busy as hell. You might be on vacation still. Uh, you might be visiting family uh, somewhere. Uh, you, you might be back to work uh, on Monday. And so you're just kind of just chilling out. I thank you for hanging out with me and uh, spending time with the uh, podcast. We're going to have some really cool stuff to, uh, to jam for you. Got a lot of stuff to talk about. A lot of crazy stuff going on in uh, the heavy metal world. So we're going to talk about some of those news stories you'll find at TheMetalDen.com. As well, I'll have a snippet here in the podcast of my latest FM Rock Radio uh, interview appearance on WQEE 99.1 in Atlanta, Georgia with my buddy host Ryan O'Neill. Uh, we talked about my grandmother's friendship with uh, Chicago outfit gangster Al Capone back in the 1920s. And the screenplay that I wrote based off of the story that she told me about her friendship uh, with with Al Capone. So uh, we discuss everything from the St. Valentine's Day massacre to, you know, how, how Al actually went down when the, uh, when the Treasury Department came after him. And so that's all explained in, in the movie. Now that script, Public Enemy Number One, is available to be read on Scribd site. So all you'd have to do is type out the words Public Enemy Number One and you'll find it. Uh, I do want to say thanks again to, to Ryan O'Neill for giving me a chance to talk about, uh, you know, my, my family's uh, ties to the to the mafia here in America. It's it's a it's a big time story. I think it's going to you know, people who read the screenplay are going to be really impressed with uh, with how authentic and how historically accurate the screenplay is, which is really a first for a gangster movie. You know, most gangster movies that you've seen, even going back to Scarface, are all it's just fiction. No, so this is the real deal. This is the true story of exactly what happened to Al Capone. So uh, check that out, and I'll have more uh, information uh, hopefully coming uh, at some point telling you about the uh, what's going on in terms of shopping the script around to Hollywood. I uh, have some different uh, people kind of uh, helping me out with getting some legs underneath it and trying to get it around, and, and hopefully one of these... Uh, one of these days soon, we're going we're gonna to get someone who's going to help us make this movie because I think it's a real important story. Uh, it's something that's important to me because my family is involved, and I think it's something that just historically needs to be said. Uh, and, and I'm sure that you know that, that there's going to be somebody out there that's going to see the, the commercial uh, just monster business that could be done with something like this. And uh, despite it being a period piece, it's still very something that's very doable uh, if, if you can get the right company to do it and it not cost uh, uh, you know just so much that you put too much pressure on yourself heading into the box office. I think this is the kind of movie that you can have a lot of people of all walks of life that would want to see this movie about Al Capone. All right, well, let's go ahead and talk about the latest stories at TheMetalDen.com. Uh, you're going to find, uh, man, all sorts of crazy stuff going on, of course, with you-know-who, Vince Neil and Motley Crue. Uh, there's a story that uh, has just come out that's uh, really shocked everybody, and, you know, it's, it's one of those stories that... Uh, 
you kind of got to scratch your head to a, a little bit, but then you also have to say to yourself, you know, can, can you blame the person? Uh, the latest story coming out now is uh, out of uh, Motley Crue camp is that Nikki Six has uh, demanded that Vince Neil's solo band stop performing Motley Crue songs. As if he can't get a break, right? He just can't catch a damn break, Vince Neil. You know, they make they make the comeback finally after two postponed uh, two postponements, and the stadium tour gets gets off to a rocky start. You know, it gets uh, you got. Uh, you know, Vince Neil leading up to these shows had fallen off the stage and broken his ribs. So here, what happens at the start of these gigs? Tommy Lee breaks his ribs. And there's all sorts of different stories about what happened and, you know, that he fell down some stairs or that, uh, that, that Vin, Vin, Vince Neil attacked him during a band rehearsal because Tommy Lee was calling uh, him Vince Neil over and over. So whatever happened, the bottom line is something did happen go down between those two guys. They hate each other. There's been back and forth for years between Vince Neil and Tommy Lee. Well, now it's uh, Nikki Six making this demand because he's seen and heard enough with Vince Neil in terms of these solo, solo gigs and performing Motley Crue songs. And look, he said it himself that uh, he, he just doesn't, you know, he doesn't mind in a, a seeing Vince sing his, his own solo songs, but when it comes to him doing the Motley Crue songs, he butchers them. You know, it's even worse than when he was on the stadium tour, you know, and he got, he progressively started getting worse uh, as time went on with the stadium tour. But the solo shows, hell, he forgot to how to even sing. He was like, I, I can't sing. And he just walked off the stage during singing a Motley Crue song. So this is a business. You know, you've got the, the fact that Nikki was pushed up against the wall with having announced that Mick Mars is out of the band. And they didn't want to announce that until 2023. They were trying to sell tickets. So once I put that story out uh, via the metalden.com, it was just it, it got so big that all the major iHeart radio stations, FM radio, uh, rock radio stations all across the country, everybody was putting up the story. So it just got so big that it forced Nikki to have to admit that yeah, Mick's not in the band anymore. Now, I would have liked to have sold a lot of tickets before we told you all this, but okay, thanks Rocket and TMD. <laughs> Look. This guy's been lying nonstop to all of the fans. There's been a cover-up going on. They covered up the whole the whole Tommy Lee thing. Then they wanted to cover up the whole McMars thing. Now the rumor coming out is that Nikki is seriously considering replacing Vince Neil because he's just how is Vince Neil in the shape that he's in and it's bad. How is he going to be able to perform all these shows across? Uh, you know, internet, you know, international, uh, overseas, all these different places that he's going to have to. It's not going to be like going from state to state in America. There's going to be some further distances, more travel time involved. You know, you're going to get on each other's nerves. You have Tommy and and, and 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 Vince at each other's throats all the time. You've got the new replacement guitarist. You know, these these people who are expecting and waiting forever for this to this uh, comeback tour to start for Motley Crue, they're not even going to get Mick Mars. So. <laughs> So a lot of people that are, are, are not happy or upset, and, and really Nikki Six looks at this as like, it's this is a business. You know, I, I can't have, uh, I'm not going to be able to sell tickets uh, to this thing, especially when they try to come back to North America in 2024 with Vince doing solo gigs where he can't sing the, the Motley Crue songs properly. So on this one, I'm going to have to tell you, I'm going to have to side with Nikki Six on this one. And that's... That, trust me, I don't do that very often. 
I do not do that. I don't. I don't typically do not agree with the BS coming out of Nikki Sixx's mouth. But I will say this: Vince Neil has been a problem for a long time. And look, they've already fired him before, right? And replaced him with John Karabi. That did happen. And a lot of people actually love that album that they put out. Are they going to actually ever be able to put out another album with Vince Neil singing the way that he sings? Let's get real. So the the, the word coming through is they're seriously because they got you know four, five, six different singers that are kicking around. There's no word yet on any type of uh, you know actual meeting between these uh, these names or, or rehearsals taking place or anything like that. But the names are floating around. We've got Scott Stapp, ex Creed singer. No, they've got. Uh, some of their na other names on there, they've got some guys from uh, Motley Crue tribute bands. Now, there's, a, I guess, a Motley Crue tribute band out of Houston, if I'm correct. I saw some video on them. I was blown the hell away. So there are some tribute bands out there that that could even pull this off, the, the, get the Vince Neil from that band. I mean, that's the kind of sh bad shape that we're in here. Um, you cannot keep, you know, putting a saddle on a broken horse. That's my opinion. So... We'll see what happens with that. Um, a lot of fans are just upset and saying that, you know, look, Vince should be able to sing those songs. Those are his songs, too, uh, at those solo concerts. And uh, this is total BS. So we're going to see what happens. He, Vince is performing a solo gig with his solo band coming up uh, later this month. And um, we're going to see if he performs those songs or not. Okay, you've got uh, Palace of Worms has announced Cobble album. They debuted their first single. Soulfly has a new guitarist announced. Aftermath has debuted Transform and Disrupt music video. Uh, you've got the report from going back uh, January 5th, 2018, Dimebag Remote Control Assassins in the CIA. You got all this Pantera uh, tribute, reunion, whatever the hell you call it, going on right now. And, you know, a lot of people are. are, are just starting to figure out what was going on really with Dimebag and that, that whole situation with him getting killed on the stage and, and was that some kind of a government cover-up uh, conspiracy going on. And so that's what the report's about. If you want to dig in and check that out, that report there is there for you to read, okay? Uh, Catatonia has debuted a new single music video. Job for a Cowboy has, has uh, started to finish up their new album. So that's looking good and they're starting to uh, begin to tease... Uh, making some uh, singles available here in the future. So also you got Venom has released to hell and back tape box has been released. That's an official eight uh, tape box with the four, uh, first full length Venom albums and many other recordings uh, from the period of 1979 to 1986 from the Godfathers of black metal Venom. All right, well check out all that news at the metal have a lot more coming. We have a lot more of a, Exciting information, and then bands will be introduced into you here at themelden.com. And uh, bands like Nynemia will be uh, doing some more stuff with them, and they're going to be releasing uh, their uh, their music here uh, officially this year. So we'll have more information coming on that. That's of course, features drummer uh, Dirk Verburen from Megadeth fame. So real excited, and check out their music uh, on YouTube. You won't be disappointed. Really good stuff, really heavy type thrash. Um, even with progressive type metal in there. So it's really good stuff, really really well produced, really well uh, written. And um, 
You've got the interview I just did with Chris, the bassist. It's available at metalden.com to read right now, okay? All right, well, of course, you can also uh, head on over to my personal.com, randyrocketcody.com, to check out the latest reports. Of, I put up the newest one that's uh, really turning heads and, and, and getting people uh, to uh, pay attention is this uh, Kanye West is presumed dead at 45. He's been murdered by the Illuminati for breaking a secret oath. This is not a joke, apparently. Apparently, uh, Kanye West has been missing now over 18 days, and nobody knows, nobody can find him. Uh, there's people who are trying to serve him with uh, legal papers, and, and they just cannot find him. So, uh, last he was seen, he was at a church. So, Kanye West, as you know, is he's, he's kind of been like a, a, his own type of whistleblower with the Illuminati. Supposedly, supposedly he was brought in amongst their ranks, but he's been slowly leaking out information to the public. Uh, including the belief that he feels his mom was murdered by the Illuminati, uh, sacrificially slaughtered uh, as, as part of his uh, initiation into the Illuminati. So this is all stuff that's really starting to come out. You had Coolio, who just passed away, who had uh, been making some uh, videos on YouTube saying that he was a wanted man by the Illuminati because he wasn't partaking in all the uh, homosexual activities that they're involved in. And so this is stuff that's really starting to come to light, and it all starts to get and cross over into the, what the Chris Cornell, uh, Chester Bennington stuff was all about with, with all that investigating I did into uh, shocking satanic ritual abuse, uh, human trafficking rings, sex slavery, and all that sort of stuff going on. Uh, this, this ties in with the Will Smith and his wife, Jada Pinkett Smith, and their uh, connections to uh, Jeffrey Epstein, Ghislaine Maxwell, and that all that saga. Uh, Orgy Island and all that. So there's a lot of delicate stuff, information that, you know, the wrong person is trying to put it out. They're going to get clipped. And so, you know, Kanye West, whether he is actually dead or not, has not been officially announced. You know, this guy, in my opinion, he's like, he's like the, the number one guy that's, 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 that's going to get taken out, in my opinion, because of what he's been saying, having been, you know, someone that's rised up through the through the entertainment business to get as big as he did. You just can't do that sort of thing. Uh, but he's not been spotted yet. If anybody does spot him or, or know anything, send me a message to the metal den at gmail.com. All right. Well, hey, before we get rocking with some music, I just want to send out some uh, shout outs out there to the people I know and love and have been supporting me, my sister, uh, Danny and to her husband, Gary, hope you all are doing good and getting better over the uh, flus, not feeling, uh, both of you had the flu and we're not feeling good. Uh, my brother, JR, and his uh, family out in Texas, uh, he's doing well, and I just want to tell him uh, Happy New Year and wish you the best uh, this year in 2023. Got all sorts of people, man, you know, that uh, send me messages, you know, online, and, and are always, you know, showing support. Uh, my buddy Troy over at uh, on Twitter, uh, end of century at end of century. Troy's my buddy. He's always been supporting me, uh, my work, and, and sharing it on his Twitter and Facebook and whatnot. We've always stayed in touch and have a cool uh, friendship and whatnot. And I dig that. You know, it doesn't always have to be this kind of uh, with a political situation going on, the political uh, climate of of I, you know I have to attack you, and if I don't agree with you, I have to hate you, sort of a thing. So. 
you know, that's that's the world that we live in today. So it's really nice to meet, you know, people online and have friends that aren't judgmental and, and will give you your chance to have your opinion. Okay? Because that's important, is, is people being allowed to have their own opinion, right? All right, well, listen up. Before we get uh, uh, rocking with some music and, and get uh, getting the heavy metal cranked up here, I just want to uh, let, let folks know that this is there's a lot of heavy information that's going to be coming out uh, via my reporting here in the, in the next uh, month or two. So get ready. Uh, Agenda 21 is real. The New World Order is real. The Illuminati is real. And the One World go Coming Government is real under a One, one World Luciferian religion. So this, this type of reporting that I've been doing now for many, many years, a lot of people said, oh, this is BS, you're, you're full of it. <laughs> no, I'm not. No, I'm not. Everything I said was absolutely true. And that's why nobody can debunk me. That's why nobody can go toe-to-toe -to -toe versus me in a debate online. Because as far as it goes, as far as the occult goes, I'm top muchacho. There is nobody alive that knows more about this than I do. And I've proven it by solving Jack the Ripper, the Black Dahlia, and the Zodiac Killer cases. And we've done, I've done so much. We've exposed the uh, Titanic, we've, and, and, and that was a sabotage. We've exposed the Saturn death cult, how, how it killed Brandon Lee. I mean, one after the other. So we're just getting started. We're just getting warmed up. So get ready because it's going to get crazy. All right, let's get rocking with some music.
That's what I did. Okay, brother. Yeah, this this is some big news, bro. We're gonna break some big stuff today. Big stuff. Still all sorts of crazy stuff going on, Motley Crue camp. Um, <laughs> you know, you know, 2022 was, I didn't think that 2022, I named it, I had named 2022 the year of Vince Neal to start. Jokingly. Right. I didn't expect that to actually become true. <laughs> Which it did. Because 2022, I mean, wow. There was some stories out there, um, you know, of course, it was with the stadium tour finally getting kicked uh, off after two postponements. We had all this crazy shenanigans with Tommy Lee and his broken ribs. He wouldn't explain why he got the broken ribs. And uh, a purported fight that went down uh, between Vince Neal and Tommy Lee after Tommy Lee called him Vince Neal over and over uh, during the final rehearsal uh, for, for the stadium tour. And so this stuff is kind of continue to uh, perpetuate and push uh, all sorts of other new uh, rumors that have come out uh, since then, including the Scott Stapp rumor that he's going to replace Vince Neal. 
I was the the guy that um, doubled down on the the Mick Mars being out of Motley Crue's story. I was the first guy to put that out there, and for two weeks, everyone told me what a, what a jerk I was and to leave Mick alone. Well, what happened? The story got so big that every single major rock news station in America had put out the story. It was so big, and it happened at the same exact time that Nikki and them launched the world tour ticket sales. They had, they were forced to go to Variety through Variety and admit that I was right. They, they would not even admitted it to even till now. They've wanted to get as many ticket sales as they could before they would admit something like that. Um, not having the original members to what was supposed to be this big comeback uh, for this, you know, for this world tour. Well, they only played two countries. Right. So there, there's there's a hundred what ninety five some some big world tour comeback with the original lineup. So that I proved that that I was right. And so and uh, forced Nikki's hand to have to come clean on it. So people are wondering now what's really going on with with Vince Neal. And um, so that that's kind of where things are at. Vince has a show coming up here at the start of the year with Stephen Piercy, a, a solo show. So we're going to see what, what kind of shape he's in. I mean, people have been complaining that, that we're at the concerts at the uh, latter end that he was regressing. He was starting to – he was looked like he was uh, getting even bigger. I don't know what they're feeding him backstage, but if you look at some of the pictures of him, he's wearing these like Aretha Franklin-like type robes, I think, to conceal, to conceal what's going on. I don't think he's getting smaller. So – He's going he's gonna to be facing the fact that, look, 60 to 120 more shows worldwide and then and then come back to America in 2024, that's a lot you're asking out of this, this guy who's, what, 60? Well, he's got to get the money somehow. I understand this. But the, the fact is, the fact is the fans uh, that went to these concerts were not happy with, with what they saw. There's a lot of sabotage going on. You know, I, I, I put out the story as well that, that blew up big about uh, Tommy Lee getting caught fake drumming, playing with a backing track. So these people are paying hundreds, if not thousands of dollars to go see these guys. They've waited all this time. And, and then they're, they're, they're using backing tracks? I mean, now there's even a story put out that... that uh, uh, at the Metal Den that fans are complaining that they think Mick Mars was playing with a backing track. So... Oh, it was like Weekend at Bernie's with, with Mick at the end. I mean, I don't even know if that really... I mean, it could have just been an animatronic animatronic <laughs> or human human version of that you know they have those things at disneyland yeah they got the the was that the lincoln uh deal where you go watch lincoln talk and he's he's fully just he's just you know he's not you know he looked real but it's not it's not real and so i don't know what's going on there man i can just tell you that mick's gone i was right all along mick's no longer motley crew motley crew is no longer motley crew and motley crew is now a tribute band It's just like it's like what you've seen with Pantera right now, which is an absolute a horror that continues to unfold. Uh, Rex Brown is not even playing with the band anymore. He's apparently caught, yeah, he's caught COVID apparently, and he's he's not even performing the shows. They've got some other bassists up. Some I don't even know who the hell it is, 
And so now that is this big cash grab with Pantera, who I battled for over 10 years to get them to come play some shows, just some tribute shows. You know, show up with some Ace Freely, have some tribute guitars, show up that we're friends of Dimebags, you know, like like Zach Wilde. But to put the whole thing on, on Zach's back like they're doing and yeah. and and to call this thing Pantera instead of what it is, which is a, a, pan, a Pantera tribute is is wrong because tribute to Pantera. Pantera 2, I don't know what the hell you call it, but it is not Pantera. Pantera began with the Abbott Brothers and ended with the Abbott Brothers. Phil Anselmo and Rex Brown, Phil Anselmo is not an original member of Pantera, even to begin with. Not 10 years before that, there was a, another, you know, there was another guy. So... He he came in and he he was brought in. He was he came from a glam band from where he was from in uh, Louisiana, and he moved here. And that's when he found the the Abbott brothers had been already touring around um, all of all of the DFW to all the different clubs in Dallas and, and Fort Worth to uh, like like Joe's Garage and whatnot, uh, which is just a legendary uh, spot for for heavy metal getting started here in this part of the country. Um, this is history. People need to understand that. That's what I do. I educate people. Okay. Now, my wife actually knew the brothers. She grew up here and she was going to those shows at the age of 14. So she was going to shows before Phil was in the band. So, you know, as I said, that's something I think that fans need to keep in mind is that, you know, is that it's, it's not Pantera and they're not going to release new music. And this just needs to be looked at as a tribute. Well, he's he's playing at least. I'll give I'll give Charlie kudos. He's at least playing with triggers. Now, with triggers, ours you can actually make the can get the sound, the same exact sound that Vinnie Paul had. And so when he hits the certain drum, it's getting that same effect, just automatically if that sound is there. And so I give him kudos for doing that. Now, Zach, Zach is not doing the worst job in the world. Okay? He's getting the job done. But he is no Dimebag Daryl. I think he'll be the first to admit that. Anybody that, that knows Dimebag Daryl's style of playing knows how difficult it was. And it was a really, really strange style at times that is almost hard to comprehend. So it's a very difficult, it's like trying to, uh, another math wizard coming in and trying to figure out another math wizard's, you know, equations and whatnot. And so, yeah. I haven't heard anything. The only person I could think of, I mean, would be like maybe like to fill in type of thing, but maybe not like be a permanent member, would be maybe like Chad from the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Yeah, 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 I like that. I like that. Um, 
That's yeah. I mean, someone someone along those lines, but you know, it might be someone a little bit more closer to the to the band. It's more of a personal sort of choice. I'm not sure what they're thinking. Um, I can tell everybody that there is an, another rumor that's starting to circulate that uh, Creed is going to possibly reunite. So while all this talk and speculation is going about Scott Stapp being considered for Motley Crue to replace Vince Neil, now there's rumor that Creed is thinking about getting back together. And so um, they've been uh, broken up now for, for, for several years. And Scott has released his own solo material. That's what spurned all of this, people. This was not made up. This is uh, Scott has been working with the Motley Crue's producer, Marty Fredrickson. Marty Fredrickson also produced and wrote uh, some of the music on uh, Tattoos and Tequila with uh, Vince Neil solo album. So he has now worked in 2019. He worked with Scott Stapp and worked and produced his his uh, solo album. It's fantastic. Go check it out. To, for people to say that Scott Stapp does not have the goods to sing for Motley Crue, you have to listen to this album. Uh, it's a totally different Scott Stapp. And it, like I said, he's got he's got a, a much more of an edge to him. And he even sings at a, a higher register. Um, and so I think that it's something a lot of people think that he's just this crooner kind of guy. Need to understand that he has he can sing other ways. And so um, check it out because, you know, it's it's a rumor that's out there, sure, uh, just like any of them. But Vince Neil is going nowhere fast. You cannot keep keep you know uh, putting putting a, something on, on a horse, the saddle on it, if if the, the horse can't go anymore, man.
There has always been a certain level of drama surrounding Motley Crue, however, this may just take the cake. Now, as many of you may know by now, Motley Crue's legendary drummer Tommy Lee broke four of his ribs just before the beginning of Motley Crue's absolutely epic, the stadium tour, with some ticket packages costing upwards of $4,299. This tour was meant to be a massive, massive comeback for Motley Crue following their previous breakup as as well as multiple years of delays due to world events. On the first show of the tour, Lee would play a couple of songs at the beginning of the band's performance. However, he would later let the audience know that he had broken his ribs and that Tommy Clefettos would be filling in for the rest of the performance. Lee, however, did not disclose exactly how he broke his ribs, and the alleged reason may shock you. Website TheMetalDen.com would report that they received a tip as to how exactly Tommy broke his ribs. A source close to the band would report that a fight broke out during the band's final day of rehearsal between Tommy Lee and Vince Neil. A fight that would ultimately, allegedly, cause the injury to Lee. The anonymous source would report, quote, Tommy was making jokes about Vince's weight problem, and he just kept calling the singer derogatory names like Fat Boy and Vince Neil during band practice, escalating to a big confrontation between the two. Prior to the beginning of the tour, Vince Neil was under a immense scrutiny regarding his poor physical condition, which ultimately meant that his singing was not up to par where it should be for shows of this caliber. However, it was later reported that Vincenia would be getting into the best shape of his life with a revolutionary fat burning and muscle building device. Now, it's understandable that a vocalist's voice ages, it changes with time, and ultimately the performance of that voice declines. However, like I mentioned before, when you're paying over $4,000 for a Wildside Ultimate package for the tour, fans would want to see Vince Neil in tip-top shape.
Rock and Roll Death Brigade Podcast with Randy Rocket Cody. Oh, I love your coat. That's very pretty. Oh, yeah, Oh, this is like a warm kitty. It's sadly like my kitty that long died. Can I just rub my face on it just a little? Oh, thank you. Oh, it's hard to leave love. But everything good passes. Thank you for allowing me to touch your coat. Not just you. We're gonna have a special gathering. Oh, and we have. Hey, 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 there's nothing that you can do to me that Castle hasn't already done, okay? How <laughs> you like them to tell you when to walk, when to talk, what to feel, what to think? I eat an octopus and tuna fish. Three times a day, seven days a week. I got octopus growing out of my ears, okay? When I gonna tell you something, man? I like that. What do you do? Watch me jerk off too, okay? I gonna tell you something, man. You know what's a hustle? That's a pig that don't fly straight. Okay? <laughs> I wanna tell you something, man. You don't need people back. like me to expand your organization. See, that's your problem now. You're a boss. Only thing you know how to do is point your fucking finger and say, that's the bad guy. Okay? So, say good night to the bad guy. Because you don't need people like me. Okay, I'm going out now. Not like that, you're not. You look like a juvenile delinquent.
future And we're not here to preach cheer We'll take you to the killing floor You think you want to know me You think you want to own me But I have nothing you can buy I can break you I can raise you Bring you to your knees Cause I'm the one you love to hate You can fool me You can rule me You only want to hang around Cause I'm the one you love to hate So come on, get a load of this Something you can't afford to miss You're just a vulture on my veins Your nails won't crucify me Got money! But you can't 